0: gentlemen and welcome to episode 44 of the red light hockey podcast i am liam and where i'm joined today by our hosts we got chad the man himself with us and we got paul with us uh we've been away for a little while we had a little bit of summer break um and we'll have a second little break in a bit just because we've been really busy you know we've been moving all over the countries um chad moved east i moved east paul played with his saw he polished it a bit <laughs>
1: I
2: bought and, more uh, fish. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. So yeah, how how is everybody doing this week, boys? How's it going, Chad? It's good. It's good. We had a so I'm living here in Danbury, and it's been fun getting used to it. And one of the members of the organization, actually, Colton Orr. It's been a lot of fun hanging out with him a little bit. Former NHL guy, and he's a, he's quite he's he's a hoot. But uh, it's been fun hanging out, just kind of adjusting to the East Coast. I'm used to the humidity now, which is good but I think I'm getting used to the humidity right in time for it to start snowing. So um, that I am not used to, but um, yeah, it's been good. It's uh, I'm going to stay on my high horse here. Sports on the East coast are awful. Like in terms of the times, like the, I was watching the, the giants and the giants game last, or two nights ago started at 10 PM. I'm like, so now I understand the East coast bias. Because who wants to stay up till one a.m. to watch a regular season baseball game? But it's going to be it's going to be tough when sharks games start at ten thirty. That's going to be that's going to be kind of tough for me, where I don't know what I'm going to do. Because Pick a new team, no,
0: the Habs. Oh. The Habs will welcome you on a bandwagon.
2: Yeah, I like I like teams with a little bit more mental fortitude and moral high ground. But we'll get into that later. But uh,
1: Paul, on the other hand, how you doing, bud? I am good. It's. Um very good it's my birthday tomorrow so oh how old are you turning 28
2: 28 there you go i'm turning 27 in a couple months here good stuff good stuff and i think the biggest news on the podcast one of the reasons that we're taking a couple weeks off liam you're getting married yeah i remember the whole the whole debacle at the beginning of it where you could you didn't have a spot and then the tents were really expensive and is all that settled Is all that kind of figured out yeah yeah
0: so basically we, we we had a spot originally and then the
2: original venue um
0: Again, I'm not going to say the name of the venue because I'm not I'm going to take the high ground. But they double booked us conveniently right after we told them our guest list shrank because of COVID.
2: Yeah, I remember this now. I remember this. Yeah.
0: So we were like, oh, yeah, our guest list shrank to 40 people from 100 people because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, we double booked you. We can't have you anymore.
2: Yeah. Sounds about <laughs> very, very,
0: right. very convenient timing, you know.
2: Sounds about right. I do want to say, too, uh, in terms of so I would call myself the American sports aficionado on the podcast because I kind of follow everything a little bit more these. So this July, July is usually the downtime in sports, right? Usually during July, all that's happening is the MLB regular season. This might've been the craziest July of all time. It might've been definitely the craziest July in hockey. But if you think about, you know, you had everything that was going on all the way. If you include these last couple of weeks, I mean, Messi leaving too. If you think about it, I just want to run through these things that are happening. So you had the expansion draft, you had the entry draft, you had the NBA draft, you had the Aaron Rodgers debacle that was going on, you had the Cleveland Guardians changing their name from the Indians, only to be superseded basically by a roller derby team that has the same name, because they didn't check Google. And then you have all kinds of crazy things that happened. And it all happened in a time that's supposed to be dead with sports, not to mention you had the NHL Stanley Cup happened, the NBA Finals happened. In the month Olympics. of July, Olympics. The Olympics are happening in July. You, ha- it's just this has been a sports fan's dream because usually, you know, I'm not a huge football guy, but football is king. Football runs the sports world. I think everything else kind of works around football. It constantly gets the most, the most ratings. It's if you look it up, the uh, the top ten or twelve events during the year on the Nielsen are all football games. It's still, it's still, it's still what moves the needle in American sports, definitely. But it's been a lot of fun that in a month without football, because there's really not a lot of football talk, unless I'm forgetting something major, except for Aaron Rodgers. But it was nice to see that there was so much sports going on and none of it was involved with the NFL because the NFL scumbags. So it was good to see that. uh, I heard the Bucs might hire Belichick. Why? He's in he's in New England. They're not hiring anyone. It'll be, it'll be fun to see. I'm excited for everything that's going on. The NHL happened for, you know, the NHL expansion draft, the NHL, all of our teams made pretty good moves from the looks of it. I mean, Montreal, eh, Boston, it's going to hurt. We'll get into what hurts with Boston, but I'm happy with what the sharks did. I'm happy with another team in the, in the Pacific division. Now I'm a little bit sad that the team that's leaving is Arizona who are just perennial bottom dwellers, but um we will get into it so do we have anything else to say anything else to add before we get into the expansion draft and everything that happened there stop forgetting about nascar oh nascar you're not (laughs) going to tell me to forget about nascar nascar though i will say hockey loses a lot on tv right when you watch hockey in person it's so much better than on tv and nascar is that times 100 because nascar live is like a top three sport for me it's so much fun Oh, yeah. NASCAR,
1: 100.
2: NASCAR on TV, it's background. I can't even really watch it. Like, it, I'll, I'll, I can watch the last 15 laps. I can watch, you know. But I think in Paul, you might be able to relate to this too. I grew up in the like Mark Martin, Jeff Gordon, Bobby yeah. Labonte. I grew up in that era, and I just don't care about any of the drivers anymore.
1: Yeah, a lot of the drivers. They, who's you, who's your driver? Mine retired like two years ago. so Kenza. Uh, no, Jamie McMurray. So Okay, okay.
0: Mine retired a while back.
1: Yeah, mine was good. Jeff Gordon.
2: He's from California, so that was my guy. Dale, Dale Jr. Yeah, Dale. Uh. Uh, Do it for but Dale! It <laughs> but NASCAR is a good – I love NASCAR personally. It's a, I like the kind of, of my – I don't know if you can call it a secondary sport, but I like cycling a lot, and then that's probably my next favorite, like, quote-unquote obscure sport, like not the top four sports. Is you know,
0: I, I was watching the olympics it was one weird sport that i i didn't understand what it was what it was uh it's like they're like they're on a canoe but they they have to kneel or like on a kayak and they put the kneel on it instead of like being
2: sitting in it oh, And they sprint yeah i saw that i saw that i don't know what that it was either but that was a that was but really cool also we were i was watching french and the <laughs> announcer
0: was absurd so like he was saying everybody's name everybody's like in the race name except for the chinese guy
2: yeah
0: so it was like saying everybody's name, then like the, the, the guy from China would like get in the front, and like the announcer would just be the Chinese guy.
2: <laughs> Chinese guys yeah. in the front can't really do that. Did you see from that too the uh, the guy who had like the most brutal childhood of all time? No, Did you see this I might have to play this. I saw this on TikTok. I'll credit who it was when I when I uh, when I played this. But this might be the most absurd thing I've ever heard. So just listen. This is about 40 seconds. Okay. And this is a broadcaster on NBC describing one of the one of the racers in one of these, I don't know the word for it, but the canoe races where you're you're kind of in a power stance. And just listen. 27 year old is a Chaos Carlos dos Santos. But Carlos dos Santos had such a turbulent young life. At age three, a pot of boiling water accidentally spilled on birds' large portions of his body. He was actually kidnapped at age five and put up for adoption before his mother was able to get him back. He lost a kidney at age 10 when he fell out of a tree trying to catch a snake. Now here he is, 27 years old, four males, including now a yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the most absurd thing you've ever heard? <laughs> before, that the, he was ten, before he was 10 he lost a kidney got kidnapped i did no fact checking on this this is straight from tiktok just so you know but so I, I don't know if this is true and i'm not trying to throw it out there as like a oh what a hard life for this guy i just thought that was one of the most absurd things i've ever heard oh so fun fact about that guy
0: he got yeah. he was suspended after the last olympics for steroids really he had a four-year I mean, suspension.
2: I mean, like I feel like that evens the playing field. He, There's no way he could keep a solid training regimen growing up after he got kidnapped yeah, he, and then put yeah, that, up for adoption and lost a kidney. Yeah, Not he to had mention a the pot of boiling water he had thrown on him. I mean, yeah, goodness yeah. gracious, I stub my toe and I think I have a bad day. Look at this guy. <laughs> like,
0: right? He had a... He had a four year suspension, but because the Olympics were five years apart, he got to mm-hmm. compete in the Olympics.
2: Oh, that's such that that's funny though. I do, I do like that. It was like the when COVID happened and everyone was like, Oh, you're out for the season. And then all of a sudden the season got extended by like four months. And they're like, Oh, actually, this guy's back for the playoffs. It is funny how, ah. that, how that goes. But the USA won the medal count, not a big deal. We win it every year, but um, they won that. Both basketballs won the soccer women's soccer lost, which I guess was the only real disappointment from the Americans. Canada, baby. Oh yeah. The Canada won that, huh? Yeah, buddy. We-, we stick to world cups, just the important ones, but um, yeah. Soccer at the Olympics lost something. I will say probably my favorite thing. There was skateboarding. That was so yeah. cool to see when, cause I don't know about you guys growing up, but when I grew up skateboarding was like hoodlum stuff. Yeah. Like it was such a negative connotation about it. And then now, all of a sudden, there's legitimate Olympians who are skateboarders, which is so cool because the culture of that has always been so, like, kind of outside of the box. So I love that. But I'm looking forward to the Olympics next year where we can see some hockey, though, right?
0: Yeah. And where Canada dominates the medal count.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if it's anything like the World Juniors, who knows? Does Canada usually win that? Do do they usually win the Olympics with the Olympic medal count in winter? Yeah. Them or Sweden, right? No, it's usually Canada and Switzerland switzerland i know like the nordic countries like norway switzerland because they all do the skiing and stuff
1: yeah
0: so canada canada usually does really good at skiing mm-hmm. and another one that we usually dominate in, that's not hockey is um it's curling? like cross-country curling yes and another one i was thinking i was gonna say the i don't know what it's called but it's like you ski and then you shoot and you ski oh and you shoot. yeah
2: yeah yeah is it the decath? not the decathlon is it that, that's something different it's the yeah i know what you're talking about i know what you're talking yeah. about you, you like, ski like you ski a kilometer, and you shoot targets, and then you ski a kilometer, and you shoot targets. Shout out Cause... to, shout out to MiniClip Games on OnlineAddictingGames.com that we used to all play. I don't know if you guys played it, but I played. Yeah. it really well. They had a they had a, a, a winter Olympics game of Winter Olympic Games game in two thousand six, and that's the only reason I know about that event because you'd have to like hit spacebar a thousand times to ski ski ski, and then all of a sudden you would like wait focus try and shoot. Fun game. But, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I think we have for the non-sports talk. My NHL franchise team dominated. I had to stop it because we were too good, so now I restarted one. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. You guys want to get into this expansion draft? Yeah, dude, let's do it. And so, first yep. of all, as, as a bigger guy myself, I don't know if you guys wa- – did you watch it?
0: Yeah.
2: I, oh, yeah, no, I watched no it. Not, not really, but – They did Sean Kemp so dirty. I know we're like a month late on this. Look it up. They gave this man, Sean Kemp, I'm just guessing. He's probably 6'8", 320 pounds. Like he's a big boy. You know, he was an NHL. He was a superstar. He played with Gary Payton on those Sonics teams in the 90s. And, uh, of course, the Sonics from Seattle. So, Gary Payton and him both announced a pick. They gave this guy what must have been like an adult large, and he needed like a triple XL. It was a brutal shirt. I hated to see it for the guy, for someone who was so good at what he did to all of a sudden just be an instant meme on the internet. It was a brutal look for him. But um, yeah it was it was a, a pretty underwhelming draft. I think the most exciting things that happened were in the weeks leading up, the trades that happened and the guys who got protected and all that kind of stuff. and I think that was kind of more exciting than the draft itself, especially every pick got leaked. every yeah, single that was
1: that was very disappointing because you're on that was if you go on Twitter well, hilarious and disappointing at the same time yeah you go on twitter and you're just expecting to see rumors or something and you see oh seattle is taking this player seattle's taking this player and then you realize oh that's all 31 teams gone what is
2: why is his name escaping me is not which who was it who was the guy who leaked everything
1: why uh, can't I? frank surovelli survey why can't i think yeah from, i mean from philadelphia
2: a guy from a guy from the nba did this a few years ago with the nba draft where he leaked every pick like five minutes before and the NBA was like, dude, you got to stop. And then the next year he would be like, Memphis is strongly considering instead of saying like they're going to pick. Yeah. But I think it's the NHL's fault. I think they yeah. put way too much time in between. I think cause you, I think there was 36 hours between when they had to submit it and when it was announced. Right. Yeah.
0: Like what and he, you,
2: what'd you think was going to
0: happen? They had him they had them on show. talking about how to do the picks. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And basically he said, well, yeah, it's like what happened was agents found out.
2: Yeah, and, and once and once people find out and once Mark Giordano's booking tickets to go to Seattle, I don't think that's just, you know, that's Ooh. not something he's just going to do. Why, why is this guy from Calgary? He grew up in yeah. Calgary. He's from Calgary, mm-hmm. booking tickets to go visit Seattle all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, so that was that. But the, the presentation of it, I think it was the only sunny day that Seattle is going to see all year. It was good to see um i'm very much in favor of the west coast getting more hockey teams because that it's a big part of the country that just doesn't have a lot boise needs a team seattle needed a team portland needs a team so the whl is such a big league i think you could really add some nhl teams there and it would do very well so i'm glad that all that happened nevertheless let's go through the picks here we're just going to run through them unless there's something we want to talk about because we don't need to you guys know the team this happened a few weeks ago Hayden Florey from the Ducks, I don't know much about him. Tyler Pitlick, he got traded, right? Yep, to yeah, Calgary. He tra- yeah, he got traded to Calgary, so he's going to be up there. Jeremy Lazan from the Bruins, anything we need to know about this guy, Paul?
1: Uh, He's big. He's physical. Well, he's big-ish. He's, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's physical. He uh bottom-pairing guy if he makes the team.
2: Okay. And then uh, Sabres, Will Borgen, never heard of him. Good prospect, uh, is he? Good prospect. Yeah. And then the Flames, Mark Giordano. This was the kind of surprising one. Probably going to be the captain when it's all said and done. They needed to hit that cap floor.
0: I think uh, your Gio is going to be a good leadership. He's on. He has one year left on his contract. One or two years left. Mm-hmm. So,
2: if so they the sh- keep him, yeah, oh, they'll keep yeah. him. They're going to keep it's him. A, it's a, a short term thing. The I the think guys think... that they brought out to like introduce the team, I don't see them trading those guys. It's right? not Vegas. Like, yeah, I feel like they're going to have, they're going to be the face of the franchise, even with Vegas. He was there for three years. So, yeah. like, he, you know, was there long enough. But Giordano was the first one where you're like, oh, they, they really, they really took someone there. But um, the Flames made a bunch of picks. And like we said, we're going to cover free agency next week because free agency is still kind of ongoing. And I don't know about you guys, but I would love to see the Jack, Jack Eichel situation get ironed out before we really exactly. figure it out. That's why I was
0: kind of also hoping we we push fantasy off of it just yeah. case, hopefully hoping that happens.
2: Hopefully we know um, Morgan Geeky <laughs> again. I, I don't I don't know who this is from the Hurricanes. He's a he's a B level prospect. He's gonna be okay. a he's gonna be like a middle six guy if he gotcha. develops fully. John Quenneville from the Blackhawks. Jonas Donskoy from the Avalanche. That's an underrated pick. I think he's yeah. a, he's a very versatile guy. Two way. He can I know for the Sharks he killed penalties. Uh, I know he can do that, but there's not a lot of guys that can give you top six minutes, power play and PK and be as sound on both sides of the ice. He's like, a reminds
0: me, he reminds me kind of, uh, of Carlson. In
2: yeah. Vegas. Yeah. yeah. He, what would you say? Is he like a good second line player? Yeah. I would say he's second. Yeah. like, like a Stanley cup level team, second line player. Like, I mean,
0: as far as the pick goes, I mean like, you know, how Carlson was super underrated. Like nobody, he was no good in Columbus. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden,
1: no, we're getting to that player. Trust me. Yeah. I don't uh, think he's. I think he's more of a gonna be a Marsha show as okay as opposed to. But
0: same same thing, oh, right? There's a, there's, yeah. there's, a, there's,
2: a, there's a few of those guys that I think they're underrated. Then they're gonna
0: show up. They're gonna really shine when they get to Seattle.
2: Then Columbus, you have Gavin Bayreuther. Probably pronounced that one wrong. No, you got and it right. The stars, Jamie Alexiak. This was another one where shout once, out to his sister. Yeah, <laughs> once once I heard this pick get announced, I was kind of like, okay, they're just picking assholes. They're picking guys that are going to be really hard to play against. Got it. Yeah. So that, that's when the kind of – when the the patterns showed through and then you kind of saw everybody else. You're like, yeah, all these guys are kind of just gnats. Like you don't want any of these guys to play against. Then you have Detroit, Dennis Chelowski, The Oilers with Adam Larson. This was another one that I was kind of sh- – li- not shocked, but a little surprised by. Um, and then the first goalie of the day, Chris Dreger. Good pick. I like that pick for, for
1: them. Do you not like it, Paul? Why don't you like it? I I just, I don't see him being as proven as somebody else you could have taken.
0: Well, that's why he's
1: going to be their 1B. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They had to go out and get somebody else to.
0: But I to, think they I think they had that in their plan already.
1: Hopefully. Hopefully they weren't thinking we were just going to start with Drieger because they traded the other one that they should have went with uh, 1B.
2: Yeah. But anyway, then you have the Kings and the Wild. Both gave up a defenseman, Curtis Mcdermott, from the Kings, and then Carson Soucy from the Wild. Then the Canadians give up Cale Flurry, so Flurry gets given up. Anything to say about him? Please. Yeah.
0: So Cale Flurry, he's a right shot defenseman. His brother Hayden Flurry from Anaheim, he's a left shot defenseman. They're both NHL ready, um, and they both are assholes to play against. He's Kale's he, young you year younger. He's a He's more of a puck-moving defenseman than his brother Hayden. So I here's what I'm expecting. i Am expecting them to put them together as a pair? Okay, because like Hayden's, left, Hayden's left-handed, Kale's right, right-handed. So, and they're both defensemen. But you're not you're not losing any sleep over losing that guy. Montreal's right-hand defenseman. There's a big backlog of prospects coming up there. So,
2: mm.
0: as far as Montreal goes, I'm not losing too much sleep. I, I wouldn't like. I mean. No matter who they, who they would have lost, I wouldn't have been happy for because there was a lot of good players. Unless Seattle decided to take McNeven or somebody totally off the board, which they wouldn't have done, obviously. Or Price. No, I actually would have been happy with them losing Price. Yeah, I mean, it's so, that, was,
2: that was an interesting thing. I, here, guess I, get, I guess I get the reasoning for not picking him. It's way too long of a contract. Yeah, he still and has I,
0: six years left at 10 and
2: a half. And, Can't I mean, pick. as well as he played this year, he was not that level of goaltender for the previous, what, three years, maybe two years? Four years, four years. Yeah, four years. So he wasn't that level. He wasn't. And I mean, I don't think anyone's really that 10.5 level for goaltenders, no. I'm being completely honest. Like, except maybe, like, maybe Vasilevsky, if he got, if he was up right now and they gave him like five by 10.5, I don't think anyone would bat an eye because, you know, two straight yeah. and he won a Vezna. But, but even if, I mean, I guess when you gave, when you gave Price that deal, he was that. So yeah. it, it is. It is kind of tough, but yeah, it it's, was. It was. It was the start of a very questionable few weeks for for yeah, so, oh. and, and the Canadians. So, so we'll, we'll get more into that later. But
0: my whole thing with the Pricer thing, I would. Uh, I, I'm happy he's staying, but I would. I wouldn't care if he we went either. Um, yeah. His cap hit, like you, you can do a lot with ten and a half million dollars.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: But he's also an elite goalie, so.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. So let's move on here. Kale Yar- Rock. I always have a problem with that name and he was an underrated one too. He's a good Kale, player. If you want me to say it,
1: I, yeah, I can say for it. it for you. Go for Hallie it. Hallie Yonkronk, the Yon-Kronk? greatest player Seattle will ever have. You really think? Oh, he's going to be amazing there. Trust me. Why? He is very underrated. He was backlogged in Nashville from their forward group and every time he got a chance he would prove it this year he got a really good chance playing good minutes playing power play time and he got i think he was third in points for them and just kept getting better and better all year long so the
2: one thing that this team really really has in abundance is a bunch of guys who thought they were top six guys that never got the chance and they're going to get the chance here so yep. it'll be interesting to see how they how it works out. The Devils' Nathan Bastian, Bastian, I I, I don't know. He's going to be a nasty, nasty player. Is he? He he's very a, well could be.
0: He's a, he's a big
2: guy. He's a power forward. He's uh he's kind of like a Jamie Ben. Okay, then Jordan Eberle, another big name they took. So then when you start to go down this list, you kind of look at okay, they got Adam Larson, they got uh, Mark Giordano on the back end. Then you look up and you got Eberle, you got whoever, yarn yarn crook who yarn crook yarn crook who apparently is going to be a savage. You got veneers. You got a lot of good guys that. So you start to see the team kind of materialize once you got obviously to the bottom of this list, and then the Rangers. Colin Blackwell, another one. That's he's a solid player. You know it'll be interesting to see what he does, and then a goalie that I didn't even know his name, Joey Decord. Anything about him?
0: He played good for the World Junior team. A couple of years ago.
2: That's about it, though. No one else knows. Guys, his... uh, every time he got his chance in the NHL, he kind of
0: blew the games in the third period. Gotcha. But that's yeah. also—I don't know if it's a—it's a mix of him playing on bad teams and whatnot, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, he's
2: the, uh, from Philly. The two—the two Pennsylvania teams. You have Carson again, Twarinsky. And Brandon Tanev from the Penguins—that's another one. He's just a son of a bitch to play against.
0: But the thing, <laughs> the thing, the, the thing with Tanev is, I think Pittsburgh's happy he's gone. Yeah, yeah. his cap, his cap—it's way too high and way mm. too long.
2: And then the the Sharks pick Alexander True. I liked him a lot. He, uh, I think it's a good move for him. I think he's like a a third line, maybe maybe second line guy. He's big. He's lengthy. He's got a decent shot. He's annoying in front of the net because he's huge. I don't have it in front of me, but I would guess he's six five, six six. 6'6". And um, yeah, the one thing that does bother me being the media relations guy that I am is like the two best players on the Barracuda for the last couple of years were uh, Joaquin Blickfeld and Alexander True, and they called them the Great Danes because they're both from Denmark, and so I don't like that they don't have that marketing opportunity anymore. But other than that, I don't hate the pick. I mean, it was that or Dylan Gambrell, and I'm glad they took Alexander True instead of a guy who's probably going to be our fourth-line center. So, um, yeah, moving on, Vince Dunn, another one. Big name In the ass, just you don't want to play against him. Yeah. So, another another good pick. Then you have Yanni Gord. Yanni Gord is another one of the or undervalued players here. I think he was another guy who was just playing with an absolute wagon in – Tampa, so I don't think he ever really got a shot. Do you guys see him breaking top six? Do you think he's gonna be on those top two lines? Oh well, yeah, he was in, I mean he was in the top six in Tampa, so he was, he was. he did get bounced around. He I just never thought of him as that guy.
1: He's their he he's their C one. Yeah. You think he's their
2: C one.
0: Really? Yeah. I mean he was he was Tampa's second line center.
1: Maybe I'm just way underselling him. Maybe that's what's happening. He was their second line center for a little bit and then Sorelli popped off and
0: and then, but this year in the playoffs, he was second line center again because Sorelli yeah. wasn't doing very good.
2: Yeah. Then you have Jared yeah. McCann from the Leafs. We're coming down to the end here, folks. Jared McCann from the Leafs. Cole Lind from the Canucks. Vitek Vanacek. Great name. Yeah. And then he got traded back. He did. Yeah. From, for a second round pick, right? Yeah. Third. Uh, third. Whatever it was. That was a good value. And then last, I pick think it was, was a third.
0: Was Mason, follow, follow,
2: fact check me. Mason Appleton. He is going to be their second line center.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All
2: right.
0: He, he's nasty. He's nasty. He's nasty. I, I, I've, I've seen him in person. He's really good.
2: Mm-hmm. And so, of course, second. Vegas. Oh, it was a second. Yeah. So, second round pick for Vanacek. Vegas exempt from the draft, uh, which, whatever. Um, but yeah, overall, this team's going to be annoying to play against. I think that's the number one thing you take from this. And two, they got a very nice piece in the draft as well that we can we can walk on over and talk about now unless is there anything else? Anything else you guys want to talk about here? It's gonna be the last expansion draft for a while. I don't see them expanding beyond 32 teams for quite some time.
0: Well, I, I heard they wanted to go to 36 by 2030. I was 2030?
1: gonna say, unless unless they yeah. add four teams, then they're gonna add four teams? Where?
0: I'm not sure where. I This is just a rumor, but I, I heard it talking about it on another podcast. I'm telling
1: you
2: right now, Boise should have a team. There's that, a
1: so list. long list of places. I, mean,
0: I, I think it's like Quebec City mm-hmm. is one of them. Um, and then I think Milwaukee. That'd be a good place for a team.
2: Milwaukee or wherever. The like, Admirals like, do really well. In uh, the Green I, Bay, in that Green I, Bay yeah. area. Iowa could have one the Iowa Wild do really well as well. It's the they want to do they want to do two east two west. I think the two so. west should be Boise and Portland. Not Portland. Portland can't support a professional team. But Boise.
0: Maybe uh
2: What's uh what's in
0: Oregon? I think
2: Portland, Portland, Oregon <laughs> they shouldn't have a team there. <laughs> uh I mean Salem too, but uh Portland they 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 had a Triple A baseball team that Flamed out. The MLS has one one of their best teams are the Portland Timbers, but the MLS I don't know if that really counts as a sport. So,
0: Saskatchewan, um,
1: yeah. Trying to think Toronto, Toronto wants another team apparently, but no, think, the
0: Leafs want the Leafs don't want it to happen.
1: I think the yeah, the South, Leafs don't want I, it to happen, but and I think the, Leafs, think the South, South the Leafs don't team. want it. It won't happen. Give one to New Orleans. That's what I Look. think.
2: The South have tried teams so many times, and it never works. Literally twice. That's not so many times. And Tampa has a team right now, and they're doing great. So Florida has good fans. I don't know. I think it would be fun to see if a team would work. The SPHL consistently gets good numbers in attendance. But Atlanta. It, is, it is different. I don't want a team in Atlanta. That doesn't work. That's been proven. Well, but a team apparently, in New Orleans. Uh,
0: that, that's the thing, though. Apparently Atlanta is one of the contenders.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, what are you <coughs> – Kansas City is also one of the yeah. options.
0: I think I'll, I've also heard Houston. Houston,
1: yeah. Bad. There will definitely be a team in Houston because
0: Houston, Houston wants a team again. Yeah. Because they had a team with the WHL and they lost it or WHA, sorry.
2: Do we hate the idea of a team in Alaska?
0: I don't think it's logistic. I don't think it's logistically feasible.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess like how far? I guess that is a pretty far flight. Yeah. If you were like, yeah. if you were like Florida, I think that would be like a ten or eleven hour flight to yeah, go that's, from like Tampa there.
0: That's like the team in China for the KHL. I mean,
2: yeah, yeah. All right, but anyway. yeah, there's another expansion draft. We'll talk about it then. But let's go to the NHL draft. Um.
1: So of course, oh, what one thing I just want to say about Seattle, I like how they got guys who are versatile that can play up and down the lineup, left wing, center, right wing, everything like that. They got a lot of guys that they can mix and match lines until they find something good.
2: Yes. Yeah, uh, agreed, agreed. I want to say that it's absurd that, like, four of the top five picks were from Michigan. So that's something that we have to talk about here. The top pick, no shock to anybody, Owen Power. Good, good Canadian. Yeah. Good Canadian boy. Good pick to the Sabres. Um, big boy, six six. I mean, I don't think anyone saw that going any other way. There are other people rumored to take it, but that seems like – don't worry, folks, we're not going to go through every pick here. But um, we're going to go through some picks real quick, go through the top five, go through our teams, and then wrap it on up. But then the Kraken, Matthew Beniers is a solid player. Yeah. I like that pick a lot. And that's why when you yeah. say he's going to be the – like, oh, he's going to be our number two – I think Matthew Beniers – I don't know. Is he going to go back, do you think? Or will he play yeah, on Seattle? I, this think year?
1: Think I think he'll
2: go back. You think he'll go back to Michigan? He, him and Powers
0: said they're going to go back for next year.
1: Yeah, I don't think anybody from this draft is coming to the NHL this year. Why? I just i lack of games played, lack of scouting for them. I just think it'd be better for them and the teams to get to know these players more than what they have.
2: Well, and it's the the NIL changing, which I don't think we've had an episode since then. Changes everything. College players can make money now. So I think that's going to change things quite a bit. Yeah, I think. Go
0: ahead. I was gonna say I think they might do like uh, the OHL and the well the CHL. With all
2: you, that, you have the Ducks getting Mason McTavish. I love this pick. I think this is a great pick. Uh, McTavish kind of gives them what they want. They don't really have, unless I'm forgetting anyone. They don't really have like a top flight offensive prospect. They have I a do. lot of good defense. Who? Oh, Sam Steele. And, and uh, No, steel he's been there forever though, hasn't
1: he? Yeah. He's only 21. Sam Steele is not a prospect anymore. He's been in the league like three, four, yeah, three yeah. years now. Sam so. Ziegris. Zegris was the one I was forgetting. I know I was forgetting one. Yeah. Or, or, or
2: Max Jones.
1: Yeah, but no, this Max is... Jones again has still been in the league for a good amount of time. Yeah, I yeah, so. but in terms of Max guys Conquest. like Cobb. Like, yeah, con- uh, again, he's been in the league for a little bit, like, at least like, two seasons, I think. So he hasn't, he hasn't played a season yet. He's Max Hompois, he was their yeah. lead point guy this year.
0: Or sorry,
2: this year was the first year. Uh,
0: he was a rookie this year.
2: He played right. some last year too.
0: He was in the NHL all last year.
2: And then you have you have Luke Hughes, who oh. went to the Devils. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that was predictable, right? The re- 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 instincts. Yeah, you had the biggest that was, that was, shocker that was... ever. That was no, did did you see uh, Quinn say that? Yeah, I did. I did, not Quinn. Um, the other one, Jack. No, Jack didn't say that. It was Quinn. Wasn't Jack saying that the Devils' the arena sucked? No, that was, that was Quinn, the one who plays for Vancouver. Because Jack plays for New Jersey. Quinn's. I thought it was Jack. I thought that's why it no. was a big story. Quinn
0: plays for for Vancouver. Well,
2: I completely said, misunderstood that story. And
0: he and he <laughs> said a joke. He said it jokingly, like the arena sucks because I think
2: Vancouver was the pick after. Oh uh, yeah, you know that they're all three gonna play together at one point, right? Like they yeah they on
0: team on team USA. On team USA. Yeah.
2: No, they're gonna play together in New Jersey. But um then Columbus next pick, another another Michigan guy, Kent Johnson. This one he he doesn't the centers get overhyped because there's you know there's not always a lot of like true bona fide centers that can play because centers really, I mean they are, I mean, not to be cliche, they're the center of your team. They really drive everything. So when you centers get overpaid for, they're like quarterbacks. So I don't know. Is Ken Johnson, jump out to you guys. I don't think he's the fifth no. best player in this draft.
1: No. I was surprised by this, but I don't think it's horrible because of their need at center. So Ottawa's I mean,
0: draft pick was worse.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But
2: that's who we're going against. Um <laughs> Then the Red Wings get Edvinson. I just want to say Edvinson's a 92 on my NHL franchise, so great pick by the Red Wings. We'll see if it actually works in real life. Good pick. I'm, I like this kid pick. kid I'm, I'm excited for is uh, Aturethi. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. But I do like this pick. Edvinson, they're building something there. Detroit's going to win. The, they're in the East now. They're going to win the East in a couple of years. Wait, yeah. probably three years, four years. But they're gonna they have so many prospects coming up. Are they are they the top ranked prospect pool in the league? They should be. Yeah, if not, they're one or two, right? The second, they're number one. Ottawa's. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But oh, I,
1: or uh yeah, maybe they gotta be in the top three though, because also I forgot about the case.
0: Detroit's number two. It goes to uh, Ottawa, Detroit at LA. It makes yeah.
2: sense. And then number seven, I say this obviously with a lot of a lot of bias here but i think this was the steal of the first round eckland for to the sharks was a great pick the sharks uh-huh. have no they have no forward depth in their prospect pool at all they don't really have a deep prospect pool at all so they needed this guy and if i'm not mistaken he was rumored to go top two or three for a long time and he, then he his, just
1: kind of slipped his stock just kept rising as the year as they got closer and closer to the draft he kept getting mentioned mentioned and he probably should have gone number three, honestly, but it, it's a great pick for San Jose. I, they really got a steal there. I think that's the best pick in the draft, second-best oh, pick in the draft for value.
2: Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. But, anyways, I liked that pick. Uh, the Eklund pick was one that I wasn't – I thought they were going to go with a goalie. I thought they were going to go with um, Wallstead, but then Wallstead ended up slipping. So, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't him. But um yeah, Eklund I love. I love it. The Sharks need a guy like that. They they don't have any top six coming up. So they need someone who can do that. I, I imagine he'll spend this year in the SHL probably. Yeah. Come over next year. Because I, I think all the he's not big enough. He's 5'10, 170. So he needs to needs to put a little meat on the bones.
1: And that's why he slipped.
2: Yeah. But going on, we'll read through these. Brant Clark to the Kings. Good pick. That's a good pick. Go to go to top. Go to. Go to 10,
0: and then after that, we we'll skip to Boston and a little Montreal. Yeah,
2: absolutely. So the Coyotes, they traded up to get this because they lost their pick because they're scumbags. So they end up getting Dylan Gunther. This is a guy, he slipped a lot. Wasn't he, like, one of the top prospects in this class? For like, as looking ahead, not like this year, but in he, previous he, years? He was. The issue was he got hurt this year in the WHL. He, uh, okay. he, had,
0: a, he had a shoulder injury, mm-hmm. which made him drop quite a bit.
1: His yeah. ranking was all over the place. There were some people that had him going third. There were some people that had him going outside the top 10. There were some people that had him in the top 10, solidly said that he's a top 10 pick, and then other people were like, eh, maybe not.
0: It's because of his shoulder injury. It's because of his shoulder injury. I was talking to Clark about it.
2: Yeah, I mean, everyone was saying that he's the best goal scorer in the draft. They're saying yeah, that he, he might have, like, the most touch.
0: He's a pure goal scorer. He's kind of like – um.
2: He's going to be a thirty goal scorer whenever he develops. Does so he have a little Caulfield in him? Then it seems like a little. He's not as undersized because he's six one.
0: But yeah, he's more of like a Patrick Laney.
2: Type. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I love you know you traded Connor Garland. You get this pick. I don't think that's a bad move for the Coyotes. And OEL team. and OEL and OEL. But they needed to get rid of it. They didn't need to. But you don't ever need to yeah. trade your captain. But <laughs> the money, the money matched up. But uh, yeah. then the Senators, what the fuck are you doing? You Tyler
0: Boucher. Like, you was supposed to go in the second round?
2: <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, f- you can freeze this and use this as cold takes exposed, whatever you want to say. You know, Patrick Mahomes was supposed to go in the second round too, but I don't get this pick at all.
1: This pick is based on where the league is heading into the more physical and big guy game. That's why you're seeing all these big defensemen getting uh, paid more than what they should be. And this draft, that's why um, Eklund dropped so much, because he's not big, he's not strong, he's not physical. And this Tyler Boucher, that's why he was picked so high, because Ottawa heard, hey, we have people taking him late first round. Oh, we better jump on it instead of trading down to get the player." still. They could have easily traded down to, let's say, 20 even – minnesota and still got the player that they wanted
0: they could have traded the 31 and then they that could, would have yeah,
2: avoided a lot of other issues <laughs> absolutely um then uh, we're gonna jump to our team's picks i want to mention a couple other ones though as well you had sebastian cosa went to the red wings from the stars yeah stevie Y. he had to have loved this guy because he traded up to get him I mean, is this the goalie of the future? I mean, everyone makes the easy connection as oh, it's Vasilevsky 2.0, you know, big guy, whatever. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I like it. I, I think it's a good move for them. I think if they find their goaltender, they find their goal. It's been a crazy offseason with goaltenders, mind you. Weren't they the ones, didn't they sign N- Nadelkovic? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. For like two years. What was it? Six million? No, yeah. way less than that, was it? It was oh, no. six
0: million, six million for two years, over two years. So $3 million a year.
2: Yeah, I mean, good pick by them. Um, of course, it was him or Walstead, for whatever reason. He liked him more. So that's where he went. I like the hey, pick. I'm not arguing with Stevie Why, If he has a plan, then you stick to that damn plan. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no no complaints here. No complaints here at all. Um, moving on, then you have a, the team that ended up picking Jesper Walstatt the Minnesota Wild. That yeah. was a weird one because it. Because Kakinen was, you know, he showed a lot of promise this last year. He won AHL goalie of the year two years ago. So you don't, I don't really understand that pick, if I'm being completely honest. But because they they lost out on a lot of veteran skater leadership this offseason, you know, when you buy out the two contracts of the guys who have been there since the Great Depression. But you, you, you don't understand why. I don't know. Am I the only one who, who didn't really get this pick when I saw that it was them who picked Wallstead? Yeah, me I neither. Didn't.
1: I didn't get anything about the number twenty pick because Edmonton was there. They could have taken Wallstat, they didn't. Yeah. And then they trade the pick to get Xavier. I can't pronounce his last name. Uh, who's good pick? Uh, all in all, but they needed a goalie. right well, then, then they traded also, that and pick.
2: Then, and then what, also you hear that they were second for Kemper. That they were the team that was trying to get Kemper as well, right? Yeah. And then the uh, Colorado just outbid him. So. I mean No, not outbid
1: them. They they didn't have to outbid them very hard because Edmonton offered apparently a low prospect that was no nothing basically. So
0: and and how long
2: you're not gonna get them. You're not gonna get them. No real no one else really interesting that I want to bring up from the first round until we get to the 31st pick. Wait, let's talk about Boston pick first. Who did Boston pick? Where did did Boston pick? They picked 21. Twenty one, there it is. So right winger out of Sweden. What do He's you think good, of him, Paul?
1: I I looked him up a bit. He looks to be really good. I'm happy with the pick. He's probably our second or third best prospect now. So mm-hmm. I mean, hell, he looks like he can play. So a couple of years, hope to see him and John Bleacher, who they picked last year to finally get signed.
0: So yeah, and now let's talk about thirty one Montreal's pick,
1: the darkness. Um,
0: this will be how we're going to finish off the episode this week. But, yeah, so Montreal picked 31st overall. Uh, they picked Logan Mayhew. Um Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, what are you fun. doing? Liam, do you have that apology ready?
0: No, I'm not, I'm not going to apologize. Let, me, let me
2: ask you something. Where would he have gone before all this happened?
0: Before second, all this. Second story. round. No.
1: Oh no! Before all this, he probably would have went. Yeah, he would have went first round still. Top ten. No, would have been top top ten.
2: No, like
0: sorry, top fifteen, top fifteen.
2: But yeah, higher than he was, he would have gone.
0: And most mock drafts that I saw, he was projected like thirteen, between thirteen to eight.
2: And so, for anyone who doesn't know, this is the man. I mean, if you're listening to our podcast, I assume you know. But he uh, shared shared a photo of a woman giving, you know. A sexual oh, photo of a woman to his team and she wanted an apology and she didn't get it. And then she did get it. And then he asked not to be drafted. And then the Canadians came yeah. off the top rope and drafted him for some reason. Yeah, and, and then
0: this, that- basically here, here's my old take on this. Bergevin, he likes to, he always does this. He seems to like to try to mentor young men to being better men and then waste draft picks. Or
2: yeah, I mean, this is just a pick that there's, it's there's no way to look good. There's yeah, no like,
0: like if they really wanted this kid, they should have picked him in the seventh round. He or
2: would have been there at the, the seventh kid, round. Wait until next year. And I will yeah. say, you can't take yourself out of the draft, right? Like yeah. Owen Power could have been like, "Hey, I'm not playing for Buffalo. Buffalo still could have picked Owen Power." Right? Yeah. Like, the, the players don't have control over that. Logan, how, Mayu, is that how you say it? Yeah. Mayu? Logan Mayu was in the draft. So, that was already happening. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a scumbag move for sure. Yeah. No, I, 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 thing, I, I,
0: I can't defend it. My
2: thing with it, yeah, my thing with it is, like, even beyond the, you make the choice to pick that kid, if he still wanted to get picked, I'm fine with it. But the fact that he said, hey, don't pick me, and then they pick him, gives him zero leverage. That's what bugs me about it is you took a kid. The reason that I wouldn't have drafted him is because one, the character things, obviously he's a little immature. And now when we say this, I'm not saying this kid should never get to play in the NHL. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying he wanted to wait a year. He said he needed more time to grow. Let him grow. Let him let get yourself a better version of that same man next year versus taking a kid who's at the lowest point in his life he couldn't celebrate the draft. He couldn't talk about it on social media. He couldn't go out and say, oh, look, I'm so excited. My lifelong dream has come true. This kid can't do media right now. This kid, you, you took what's supposed to be a great moment in this kid's life, and you didn't wreck it because I'm sure it, he's got to be around the area, right, with that last name. So he's got to be from, like, near – am I crazy? Oh, I am crazy. He's – Am I? He's from Montreal. Yeah, okay. I was like, I thought I read that somewhere. Is he he's, not? He's from, he from Quebec. From? He's from Quebec. Okay. Where's he from? Toronto. Oh, whatever. What? It's all it's all Canada. But uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, sorry. He's from it's from London, Bell River, okay. Ontario. Yeah, London, what, Ontario. What's the Greater Ontario Junior High? Is that a good league? I don't
0: know. Uh, the GDHL? What? The G,
2: where where he played. The GOJHL. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's the um, that's like Toronto's Triple A league. So it's pretty good. It's it's yeah it's, Toronto, it's Toronto's best league aside uh, of like juniors and stuff.
2: It's under the but yeah C-H. I don't. No. Yeah, I don't like the pick for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, again, I just think it's from the aside from everything that he did, right? And like I said, I'm not saying that this 18 year old kid, however old he is, should never get to play hockey again. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that it's unfair to him. It's very unfair to the victim. It's unfair to everybody to pick him in this situation where no one's going to want to represent him. No one's going to want to touch him with a 10 foot pole. And to be honest, that's how it should be, but he didn't want to get drafted and you should have honored that. And that's, that's what I'm saying to the Canadians. And that's what it is. Uh, It it is what it is. I don't like it, but he's going to be somewhere. I mean, I imagine he's not going to be up for a while. He probably has some growing to do, but um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's got to be a first. With the entire draft, though, no other picks really stood out to me. This wasn't that exciting of a draft class. The next two years are going to be the big ones with Shane Wright and Connor Bedard. Those are going to be the, the big drafts that are coming up. Yeah. Um, all that being said, I like where the Sharks are at. I do have to mention, Sharks traded for Aiden Hill. That was the best thing they did all offseason, in my opinion. And then, and bought out Martin Jones, who's over with Philly. My roommate's a Philly fan, so that's fun. Um, they took Justin Braun and Martin Jones. So just every bad defensive player on the Sharks they like to take. Um, and then the the other thing I want to mention is the Evander Kane stuff. We have to talk about that. Are we going to talk about that? <laughs> we have to because it might be done I, by our next want... episode. What? what? I was
0: going to say, let's wait until next week because there's, there's more coming out this week apparently.
2: Yeah, but we do need to mention it just a little bit. He got accused yeah. of gambling on his own games, which doesn't make any sense. He was by far the Sharks' best player. You can't throw a game unless you're a goalie, really. Like, I don't see a way that your center can throw a game. He led the – he was second in the league, I think, in shorthanded goals with, like, three. He was the best player on the Sharks by far, led us in points, goals, and assists, I believe. So, you don't know what it is, but he got some pretty heavy accusations thrown at him. And I think the one thing that is absolutely clear through all this is he is a scumbag gambler. One way or another, he needs to learn how to not be at a casino. But – other than
1: that, even, um, even that anymore, not just not even being at a casino anymore is hard because you just go on your phone and you can be like, oh, I can bet on this. I can bet on that. I can. Yeah. Well, and
2: it's a uh, it'll be interesting to see because he was, you know, the Sharks I've been in stayed steady in my belief that San Jose is not in like a full rebuild because they have too many pieces that are still pretty good. And they like they didn't trade Tomas hurdle. They didn't trade those guys when they do that. That's when I think the rebuilds like fully on. But yeah. till then, I'm sticking by that I think it's a like two three year thing. Where once some of these prospects come up, maybe they work, maybe they don't. Then you decide to blow it up or not. Maybe maybe try and you know bomb for Bedard. But um, until then, if the Sharks lose Kane, they're gonna win. I mean, 25 games this year. He's he's our best player by far. So um, I, it'll be
1: interesting to see if they trade Kane. I think the rebuild has to kind of start to get well, going. We're not gonna trade him. Well, no, so they, they can't, can't trade him. Him. No him. I don't even know if they get a bio period because Aiden Hill signed. So I don't – because their second bio has to do with arbitration, and since he technically didn't go to arbitration, but he filed for it, I don't know if they get it or not. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think it should also
2: be clear, too, that the, the betting on his own games is probably the most serious accusation that's been levied against anyone in the NHL in quite some time. And there's no truth to it yet. We don't know. So they're investigating it. We'll come back to you next week with more on it. Yeah, is there anything else we want to talk about? Um, the NHL did a good job this offseason. They stayed topical pretty much the whole time. Yeah. So, you know, the preseason is going to start, what, August? So about a month? It'll be yeah. about a month month and a, a week. Then there's hockey. So excited. Should be a good time. Yeah.
0: Thanks again, everybody, for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you all soon.